Hey, what's up, guys? It's Rico from the Made in China podcast and Source Wine Asia. Hope you guys have had a productive week and a fun weekend. So this episode is about dating in China. I actually had the opportunity to sit down with my ex-manager from my English teaching days. Her name is Chili. She's single. She's thirty and Chinese and female. She obviously female,、um, which is a big deal in China. You know, like if you're single at thirty, you know it's considered very strange. It's considered very Odd, and I mean, not that long ago,、um, if you were twenty-five and single, if you weren't married at twenty-five, then you were considered a lost girl. I forget the Chinese term for it, but it was just basically like nobody wants you, and you know, most men will not find you attractive pa-、uh, past twenty-five. Of course, that's a little bit different now. It's not as bad as as it used to be, but it's still. I mean, as Chile will talk about in the episode, it's still kind of. You know, a, a lot of pressure to be single and thirty, and female in China.、Um, so this is the first episode out of three.、Um, <laughs> me and Chelly had dinner and we had wine,、uh, probably a little bit too much wine, and we sat down and talked for three hours. So I needed, I had to split this up into three episodes. In between each of these episodes, I normally release episodes on like Saturday. In between each each of these episodes,、um, probably Wednesday or Thursday, I'll be releasing. Short fifteen to twenty minute in between episodes, which are similar to like what we usually do, be business focused.、Um, so yeah, I'm gonna release one on Wednesday. So if you're not interested in dating in China, which I think is very interesting, then you don't have to listen to this episode.、Um, other than that, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to a couple of our listeners. We just hit a thousand five hundred subscribers recently, so. Uh, pretty gro- we're growing, and I'm beginning to get more people reaching out to me directly, which is cool.、Um, I had somebody called Jennifer Vasquez. She、uh, she reached out to us towards the end of last year, like like maybe December, and then she said she was moving to China in January. So she moved to China.、Um, I haven't had a chance to meet up with her yet because she's up north in in Hangzhou,、uh, but she's got aspirations. She wants to do sourcing. She wants to do pretty much what we do. Which is pretty cool, and I've been in contact with her via WeChat because I'm accessible. Like I answer questions, help, and whatever. So, just wanted to give a shout out to Jennifer. Thanks for reaching out.、Um, and then Ryan Flynn, who reached out to me,、uh, reached out to us about a month or two ago, and he's a designer based out of New York, but he has to come to China to do factory visits and things like that for his work. And I actually had a chance to meet up with him two weeks ago. For a drink, and it's pretty cool to sit down and meet somebody who met me through the who was a listener of our podcast. To meet in person was a pretty amazing experience for me. So、um, shout out to you guys, and yeah, anyone feel free to reach out if you think you're gonna be coming down to China. If you just have general questions, never feel shy. Yeah, after third, a shameless plug for one of my friends.、Um, so I don't know if you guys know about this, but there's this. Challenge going on called the、uh, Can you Red Bull? Can you make it sixteen? Challenge like that's pretty much what it's called, and it's basically like、um, you have there's a hundred and sixty five teams consisting of three people per team, mostly university students, and they are traveling throughout Europe. They all start off in different locations. I mean. There's like a bunch of teams that start off in one location, a bunch of teams that start off in another one, and they have the they have to get to a final checkpoint, which is in Paris. All they have with them is 
obviously what they have is a backpack but they're not allowed to carry any tech besides a samsung phone that they get given by red bull which has like a limited amount of apps and has data and um red bull cans so they use red bull as currency they they can use red bull to trade red bull for food for rides for accommodation all this stuff and there's also like these different challenges they have to compete like uh for example my my buddy's team which is called team ao which has nick Kiefer, and john on it uh nick and Kiefer are my good friends uh they con- they traded red bull for a night at, in this guy's hostel the guy ended up working for a news station which was another one of the challenges that they had to complete which is probably one of the, the most difficult challenges they had to compete so they were able to you know knock out two challenges in one day and earn like the maximum amount of points possible they've been doing pretty well they started off in i think they were in 13th place about a week ago about a week ago and then uh, they hit second place three four days ago then first place for a day then they've dropped down to fifth so the way you guys can help is just they get points from social media sharing and likes and stuff so what you can do is you can google red bull can you make it team ao that's team aao and go to their page and just share facebook share through facebook or twitter i'm gonna actually leave some links in the podcast as i always do so i'll leave a link to their facebook page and i'll leave a link to their actual team page on the red bull website it's a pretty interesting challenge i think they're having a fantastic time i'm actually kind of jealous i wish i was there and the challenge actually ends april 19th which is not that far away um social media points make a hell of a difference so would really appreciate if you guys helped out um enough of the plugging let's get back to the podcast I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. What does that mean? That's Cantonese. Yeah, I don't. I I figured it was Cantonese. <laughs> really? What does what does that? Yeah, I mean, just like say, I just said hello. Everyone. Say that again. I didn't. Gai ho. Gai ho. Gai ho. 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 Lei ho. Lei ho. Yeah, lei ho. What's gai gai ho? Lei ho. What's the difference? What's the difference between lei ho and gai gai ho? Fierce. Fierce. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. He likes me. Yeah. Gai gai ho is everybody. Leho means you. Hello, so, you. So, woman, how in we are good. Yeah, woman. Oh no, we are good. Ni men how that's you. Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ni men how. So, gai gai how is similar to ni. Dai ga. Dai. Dai ga means everyone. So it's similar to ni men. Yeah. Ni men. Okay. All right. Uh, where do you want to start? Maybe we can start with how you know me. Oh. How do we know each other? All right. So, like, we worked for the same English training center before together, mm-hmm. and then, like, I was a mm-hmm. manager um, of a English training center called Organic. Yeah, Chili was my boss. <laughs> Worse, yeah. That's a very Worse. good, like, 
that was a very good one. Yeah. yeah, and then we worked together for some time, and then like um from time to time because like um you got a little bit more like busier at that point, right? So we didn't really get a lot of chance by doing day to day communication. But as long as you're in the center, like I try to talk to you a lot because I always got inspired or a lot of good like ideas from you regarding <laughs> the teaching plans and then sure. like how to deliver the courses and everything. So for sure, you are my like favorite teachers. Yeah. What you never told me that. <laughs> you never told me that I was your favorite teacher. That's for sure. I I don't believe you. You're just saying that because you're on the podcast. <laughs> You don't have a way to like do the polygraph. So okay. I can I can feel your pulse, and then I can tell if you're lying. <laughs> no, no, but for sure, because like what we talk about before, maybe the audience guys yourself, like you don't have a lot of information about organic the training center that we work with before. But I have to say that like um you are one of the teachers that a lot of students they really look up to they really appreciate when we really got that system in place so for sure you're very very valuable um, assets. Yeah. I'm I'm shocked none of the students ever said anything to me. We talk about you all the time, don't you know that? No. I don't know now because no. I don't work there before like now anymore. But yeah. Part of me wants to go like, what did you guys say about me? <laughs> The other part is like that's, that's risky. the other part is just like pure ego, and then yeah, maybe it's a little bit risky, but it's like oh, I wanna what else what else did you talk about? I no, am no, no, you don't have to, you don't have to go into it. Getting a little bit upset about it rationally because people the girls always talk about you because of your appearance, because your fashion sense, and because you show up in a sense of looking cool and fashionable <laughs> instead of talking about like how professional you are as a teacher. Yeah, but for sure, like um, another colleague of mine, like my supervisor, like she's um professional in like English teaching to students learning. Does she English not as a want her name to be? Are you worried that she wouldn't want her name? To I'm be? not quite sure whether it's okay to disclose any other people's name without their consent. Or I mean, it's, that's completely up to you. I mean, it's not like you're gonna say something bad about her. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of my supervisors. She just said something about like you are her. Like in English, whether it is like like you're one of the nanshen. Have you heard of that word in Never Chinese? Never heard of it. Nanshen, like the 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 god. No, 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 no. It's just no, like no, no, it's not. You're not the only one. That's what I can say. Okay. Like you're not the only one to her. But do you mean her, do you mean like a an idol? Like an more idol. than that. How can you be more than an idol? Right, but. She just like the word nanshen, like the god. It's just. I'm pretty like, sure she means idol. emotionally involved. Is that is that the word nanshen? I just yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. So in my Mr. Perfect, Mr. I saw. Mr. Perfect, yeah. I have a mug that actually yeah, says. Yeah, she said you're Mr. Perfect. Wait, did I leave my mug at organic? I think I left my mug. My Mr. Perfect. Because oh, you are very organized and logical when you work with her with the market leader projects, which is the pilot project um, <laughs> teaching or sharing business sense or business like ethics or etiquette or a lot of I don't of know things. how yeah, this yeah. turned into like introduction about me and talking about... <laughs> I just wanted to know how we knew each other. It's, it's, That's it's, the story. It's gone a little bit too far, actually. <laughs> a little bit too far. But you know, you know uh, okay. Um, I know. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I tried. I tried my best to to sort of, you know, be professional and like in terms of the fashion stuff. That's just something that I enjoy. I enjoy 
dressing well and I feel like when I dress well I feel more confident and I, I mean I've, I've talked about this in any any job that I had before I was running a business is just I it, it doesn't matter if I was the manager or if I was a, the person cleaning the toilets I would want to be the best at that particular position so yeah. so to know that people were interested and people liked me and they, they thought that I was good at it then that's it's always positive I think that the students that were focused on my fashion and my looks whatever I mean a lot of the students at organic were like you know housewives and you know rich school girls rich school girls like teenagers yeah so they're not they're not going to pay attention to professionalism or anything mm. like that they're just going to But be people like, oh. can feel like someone like Yoyo like she works for Colgate and I'm not quite sure whether she worked for PNG or like other like um high prestigious company before but mm. people really got some knowledge in the industry or in the business field they appreciate it and they know that you've got like yeah well i mean uh, you know i just i was always like i was the the guy that wanted to start a company while teaching english so naturally uh, i brought a lot of the things that i was thinking about and the mm. things that i was passionate about to mm. to the english teaching job so i mean what chili is referring to is like at some stage i was teaching business english and yo-yo was one of my students and she works for colgate in china and you know a lot of the stuff that I was talking about was comparing running a startup because that time my business had literally just started maybe it been it had been like 2 months or something like that and i was teaching business english so i was talking about my lessons and the things mm. that i was doing versus what i think it's like mm. to work in a large mm. corporate you know company and you know i've i've done that before when i was in canada so it's just like i i guess Yo yo might have learned some things. Yeah, of course. Like everyone learns something. Like for people, for students who do not have a lot of experience or they don't have any experience at all in their life or business or real life, they learn something in theory. They look up to you as a superhero, like Leo or some uh, other that, like that's, university that's, that's student. But for people whose experiences, <laughs> like they got their career, then they know that like you need you really got your point and yeah. You just you're doing really really good. Chili, you're, you're you're making me feel very embarrassed. <laughs> that was the point. <laughs> it's it's weird because I like I I have this balance where I'm confident, but at the same time, like talking about things like this makes me feel like I feel kind of hot right now. Like, <laughs> it's, like, okay, let's, it's another let's excuse that you're trying to take off your shirt. Change. Right? It's another excuse to take off my shirt. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Give me, give me like another three months in the gym, and then, <laughs> and then I can take off my shirt. All right. All right. Let's change the subject. Uh, so, of course, one of the reasons why I wanted you to be on the podcast is because we always have very interesting conversations about what, mainly what dating. Dating. Yeah. Am I the only Chinese that you have interesting conversing before about dating in China, or the only Chinese person that I've interviewed? Yeah. Uh no, I interviewed Vivi. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah, I interviewed Vivi. On... I mean, uh, uh, Jimmy's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's I interesting. I mean, this couple is interesting. Yeah, I, I interviewed Vivi about uh, about studying English actually, mm. and she talked a little bit about 
about organic and mm-hmm. like how it was as a teacher and things like that. So that was a that was an interesting interview. I think I think it was just very different from mm-hmm. what we've done, and I think this is going to be similar in that that mm-hmm. sense, which is like being quite different in terms of talking about like not business. Mm-hmm. I mean. Dating could be a business, but like, yeah, yeah, it's a very serious business. Very serious. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the my thing is like made the Made in China podcast. I want it to be obviously we have a lot of business focus, that's where we provide value. But I want it to also be about like lifestyle and and you know the different aspects of just living in China. So where do we start when we talk about dating in China? Is it okay that I tell people that actually it's my second time yeah, yeah, <laughs> interview yeah, I mean, with you? Can, you, you. Can, you can because like someone like has some like technical issue that lost like three four hours of our like first hand. I lost more than three to four hours. I lost three to four hours of our interview. I lost another three to four hours of other interviews because my laptop crashed. Right, but now you learn that your customers and people start to trust you more because you got a contingency. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> It's called it's called the cloud. The cloud. Everything's on the cloud these days. So now, like when I record an episode, as I'm recording it, it's uploading to to the cloud. So, but I haven't lost. I haven't lost an episode since that. that That's good. That That's incident. Google that we can trust. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So start talking about dating because like um I know you, you're going to mm-hmm. you're going to do some introduction by myself but yeah yeah I mean I'll do I'll do the introduction like I normally do it after the interview mm-hmm. so I mean let's just start like uh, what you, you okay I guess we can start with you're single mm-hmm. what is it like being single and you know mature in China what what is the perspective um i am 30 already the last time that we did this i was not yet 30 yeah, yeah. it's a huge difference i mean in chinese society it's a huge difference 29 and 30 like is it that yeah it's like actually like the line has been drawn like it's like 26 25 mm-hmm. you're expected to have a stable relationship mm-hmm. you have a plan to get married or you are married i mean the age like mine i'm 30 i've just i just turned 30 for a few months but like um, in a parent's eyes, um, it's like okay, successful, or just right past the 60 score line 30 years ago, Chinese girl should be like have a husband, a baby, or even a second baby mm-hmm. by now. Even in 2016, people still, yeah, yeah. still feel like that? Yeah, 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 for sure, because they think it's a sign that you're a normal person person <laughs> you get taken care of yeah i mean life's tough like so is it a sign that yeah. it's a sign that you're a normal person like psychologically like you're just like a normal person that somebody else can actually match with you mm. so if you can match with somebody at that age that means mm. there's something wrong with you because maybe it's just like in the western culture yeah. if you're 30 years old but you still live with your parents yeah. and then like you you dep- you're very dependent on your parents. That is the way that people look at me or the people like me in China. Like you're not married. 
you don't even have a boyfriend. Even even if even if oh, okay, so even oh, interesting. But you don't live with your parents, right? I live with my parents. You live with your, but in China, but even if you, even if you did even if you didn't live with your parents, right? And and you know you were single at this age, people would look at you the same way, like you were Western, not successful. Yeah, like yeah, in Western yeah, 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 countries, yeah. the way somebody would look at like a thirty-year-old yeah living with their parents in the, the basement with their parents. What I'm saying like that. is that it's the root mm-hmm. in the culture that they how they. Define happiness. No one ever, never, no one ever explained it to me that way. It kind of changes like my perspective on the whole thing. It's almost like when I see somebody who is that age that lives at home with their parents, I feel sorry for them. And then at the same time, I'm kind of like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, get your life together. Like, what are you doing? You know, it's almost like I question, like, what, what are you? Why are you exactly. still? Exactly. You know? That's what people think of me or people like me that what are you doing i feel sorry for you why you don't have a boyfriend or husband or you have a boy or a girl already but at the end of the day there's there needs to be context to the situation right so like for example if you talk about somebody who's living at home at 30 with their parents who knows maybe they uh maybe they're super successful and they just want to live with their parents and their parents maybe the, the guy is is newly divorced and you know his parents don't have a place to stay, and then they come and stay with him, you know. Or, or you know, maybe he went through. Maybe his wife died, and then he wants to live with. Her. You never know what the situation is. Maybe, maybe he had a successful company, and then he went bankrupt, and then he had to start living with his parents again. You know, like yeah. There's always there's always like two sides to the story. So at yeah. the same time, if you're in China and then you're single, yeah, and you know you're thirty. Maybe you had, maybe you almost got married. Maybe you were yeah, married before. Yeah. Maybe you know you had all these different situations, and it, things just didn't. Yeah, it's work about out. like how the mainstream of the society define like how you should live your mm-hmm. life at this stage of your life. Like I'm single at this stage, but maybe because I'm super pretty, I'm super hot and super rich, but I still prefer this way, stay single because yep. I don't really see someone that I'm really yeah, you, connected to. You're not to. ready to to get married, but it's just like people still pressure you. Mm-hmm. I mean, what people really talk a lot about, like, what are your criteria? What kind of guys you want to find? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you don't really need to find a Mr. Perfect. You just like, need to try to find someone who is okay as long as he's got a kind heart or things like that. Mm-hmm. It's like people just judge you. And then, like, um, I mean, even... So, so people start telling you to lower your standards. Yeah. I mean, for them, the standard is not about listening to what you really want or what you really want to do is just like try to get someone yeah yeah which again that's like the wrong the wrong way to to live your life you know so in the same in the same vein we're talking about like the person who lives at home and they're single and i mean the person who's living at home with their parents and you know in, in a western culture that person if you just told them hey just get a job just to move out of your parents' house and then they start working in McDonald's mm. just so that they could... Nothing wrong with my, McDonald's like, if you love working in McDonald's. But do you I need just, to put, put McDonald's? <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. I, mean, I, I'm not, I doubt we're ever going to be sponsored by McDonald's. But I'm just saying, like, um, if that person had to get a job in a fast food restaurant and they hated that job, but they're like, well, you know what? It gets me out of my parents' house. Is that better than them trying to then start something you know start a company or look for a better job while living at home i guess the difference actually the difference between what you mentioned before in terms of how people view a person who's living at home with their parents at 30 
and how people in China view somebody who's single at 30 is the difference is when you see somebody who's living with their parents at 30, you assume that they're not trying to do better. You assume that they're not trying to accomplish something bigger. And I think that's where the real problem is. It's not that you're living with your parents at 30. It's what that symbolizes is that you're not trying to do mm. something with your life. And I think that in, in the, the aspect of being single at 30 in China, it doesn't mean that you didn't try. It doesn't mean that you haven't dated. It doesn't yeah. mean that you weren't engaged at some stage. I think that's where the the problem is. Is like mm. in, in China, it's like even if you tried, if you were single at that age, you would say that something is something is wrong with you. Whereas in Western cultures, if you're living at home and you're thirty, if you had had a business before, if you had had jobs before, and then you were thirty and now you're living at home with your parents, people would say, "Well, that guy he tried, or that girl tried, and oh, really? they failed." Now they're at home with it. It's sad that they're in this situation right now, but you know that this person tried before. Mm. You know, I know they're going to continue trying. So it makes me feel like my society is less sensible, <laughs> less rational. But the thing is that I'm not saying that people like around me or like people get to learn your situation that they don't understand or they still pointing a finger. Yeah. What I'm saying is that like the whole society is really pressuring on people like on my like at my age or like even someone elder or even someone younger mm -hmm. the thing is that like it's like result oriented because like people who just say hi or look at you they just ask you passing by oh are you married yeah. how old is your children yeah. how are they they <laughs> just don't do this anatomy like talking about like the reason why you have never really met some guys that you really connected to or you are still very happy and independent even you were not connected yeah. with a guy so the whole thing I'm talking about, like the whole theory, like how people usually think of themselves or mm -hmm. like normal or some average like Chinese girl at my age, like they've got a lot of like pressure from people. I'm just talking about the pressure they've got. I'm not saying that a lot of people got crashed already or they gave up like searching for their better half because a lot of like a lot more far more successful, far more prettier girls than me they are now still living their life single but happy or maybe dating so what do, what does yeah. so let's talk about somebody who is you know 10 years older than you in china <clears throat> and they're a uh, ceo or they are co-founder of some company and they're very successful and then mm. but they're still single mm. or they've been like in a long-term relationship but they are not married mm. what do people think about that person I think... By the way, I'm talking about women, not... Right, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, um, in a short-term way, I think knowing that you're in a stable relationship mm -hmm. or you're in a marriage, even your marriage is not as happy as what people look like, like, mm -hmm. like that, or even you're married for 10, 20 years without children, then people still look you as a more superior person than um, someone who person. is single so even, in their 30s so, or 40s. So even a woman, if we the same scenario, you have somebody who's 40, who's been married for 20 years but doesn't have children, is not happy in the marriage, um, doesn't work. And then you have a woman who is 40, very successful CEO, very happy with her career, not married, no children, but is happy with the way she's living her life because she's chosen to live that life that way. People are going to look at the married unhappy 
forty something year old woman versus as superior to、mm. the other woman. In a family kind of Chinese sense, because we all know that like you're a successful businesswoman, you got money, but still people will, will just challenge you. Like reporters are going to ask you questions, like are you going to marry someone? Do you think it's a great <laughs> story that you never really like have someone a whole family? Yeah, I think it won't make a really big difference between like Chinese support like. Reporters in like Western reporters、yeah. raising that question, but for a person like who's forty, no children, unhappy marriage, but still, the society maybe give my gave her this like empathy, but doesn't、mm-hmm. feel like she's the loser or she's the own person who make this happen.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's not responsible for it. Yeah, she's yeah. just the unlucky one. It's it's interesting that you bring up. The fact that Western society would do the same thing because I'm thinking about Jennifer Aniston. You know Jennifer Aniston, like Brad Pitt's ex-wife. Brad Pitt's ex-wife. It's、yeah. bad that I brought her up like Brad Pitt's ex-wife, not just no, but Jennifer this、Aniston. is this is part of the this is part of the point that I was gonna make is that she was married to Brad Pitt for、mm. I, don't, I don't know how long they were married, but like Brad Pitt left her and、mm. started. Got married to Angelina Jolie,、mm. and then Jennifer Aniston was like single for a very long time. I think after she's、that. in love with someone already. I think right she, now. She, she had a very ba- long had, time. Yeah, after a very long time, but、um, the time period, I think she just had a baby with somebody. Really? Yeah, and now they're like, oh, you know, good for her, that kind of thing. But during probably ten years, while、that? she was in relationships, engaged,、uh, broke up, relationship, whatever, it's like the media started to paint her as like. The sad girl who never can get her relationships to work. She got left by the love of her life, and then she's. In the, and it was just interesting. We're sorry like, for you, but yeah, we will not view you as a successful image. That's all. Yeah, that that was the the funny thing to me because I was thinking about her, and I'm like, she's a multi millionaire. She makes all these successful、uh, movies. Uh, I mean, I don't. I've never seen anything to indicate that she's. You、like、find a, her attractive. Well, she's she's. She's gorgeous, but like, I I never saw anything to indicate that she was like a sad person or she wasn't happy with her life. Because she、like、can't、that. get what she wants or what she wanted. I mean, I yeah, love like, you. We you never. But yeah, you yeah. just don't stay with me. That is a failure. But who's to who's、people. to say? She never actually said to the media like, "Oh, I'm not happy because my relationships never work."、Mm-hmm. You know, you it was it was the media、right? who the media. was yeah, yeah, yeah. saying that. You know, it was like the the society the was saying, that, "Oh, she's the、mad. sad."、Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, she's a she's a sexy woman. She's a millionaire. She's got a successful career. She's dating handsome men. She's having she's having a good time. So some relationships don't work, but like, you know, that's just life. Like, it's just a、yeah. lot of people. Like, who's who are we to say that she's depressed because? Oh, we should feel sorry for her. Like, you you know, can't like, deny the fact that when people around you keep saying that, or even your closest、mm-hmm. one, like my parents, they it starts to affect you. Yeah, I mean, I can be like happy, independent, strong to、mm-hmm. stick to my point because I can't really just pick up someone from like from nowhere or from the street like to marry him or yeah, yeah. But still, like knowing that people who really cared about you, they. Care about you in a wrong way, or they care about you in a certain way that you cannot achieve the expectation at this time of your age,、mm-hmm. at this time of your stage. So you just—I still feel sorry. Not that sorry that I can't get someone. It's just sorry that I understand that the fact that they really 
worried about me that they pass away one day, but still I am not with someone that they feel comfortable that I am happy. That is something that we can't change. What well, you you sure start to worry happy. more about their happiness than your happiness, though. You care about your family. You don't. I mean, if that is something that I can do, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Then, yeah. then I know that. I mean, for me, after the twenty six, that I think that is so called the best time of biological, like having baby, that kind of things, right? Yeah. So I think like after thirty, I am not having a boyfriend to get married or having children with. So it's more important that I should not just like. Get anyone mm-hmm. because it's not worth it. Like it's not the time to get compromised at this time. But still, uh, thinking about like but my then, parents really worry about me because they really worry. But then again, really then again uh, what do you mean by get anyone? You mean just date like random? I can't pretend that like they didn't ask me to just get anyone. But no, but just uh, keep saying uh, that. Just but get, when you say just, get anyone, you mean get married to anybody? Like, yeah. But wouldn't don't be you too would, picky. That's would, what my parents said all the time. Oh, okay, so you're saying that even though you're this age, you don't feel like you should just get. I don't. Over. Okay, okay. Never. I thought I thought you I thought you're saying like. No. I thought you're saying like you shouldn't date. You know. No, you no, no, it's not like, like that. But the thing is that I, I, I'm saying that I can understand that my parents they worried about me at this to, stage. Of they want you to be a little bit more open life. and like, hey, you know, be open to, you know, settling, they want me to settling just get down. Married. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not quite sure whether they thought I'm lesbian or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like I can understand that, that they really wish that before they yeah close their eyes, then they really want to make sure that, that I'm happy. That you're Even happy. though, like in your idea, marriage doesn't stay long or things like that, but still, they I just want... I just go based on statistics. <laughs> based on statistics. <laughs> That's a... Yeah. So, yeah, I understand why they get concerned, but that's the same reason that knowing my own personality that mm-hmm. I can't just get anyone to so be with in me, in so your okay, so point. that being said, so you know being in a society where when you're past twenty six years old, people try to pressure you when you're past thirty, it gets worse um you're why left over. <laughs> left over why are you? single mm. then what what is your reason what, what you mean for me personally yeah, per, for you personally what is your um what happened maybe i just haven't got the time it's not my time yet yeah <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, mean of I, course you've had you've had relationships i believe in had, marriage yeah. even after our long discussion like after mm-hmm. your rational reasoning i started to <laughs> believe that there is a oh, reason let's, behind let's that not, people... let's not talk about my political beliefs on the podcast yeah <laughs> that is like politically correct right that is i respect that like people want to get married and i still wish that mm-hmm. i can be married happily but still um I think I met different people. Mm-hmm. Then we were not aim for the same thing, and then people, people who didn't really match with your life, yeah, value life goals and life. And future plans. I am happy that like my ex boyfriend, then I'm in a serious relationship. My ex boyfriend, 
he was he is not exactly the type of person that I'm into if I'm not pressured to get married or get a person to settle down with. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I hold that, like, I held that idea that, like, okay, he would be a good, suitable, suitable person to be with, to set up a family, even I don't really love him passionately, Mm -hmm. that kind of things. Eventually, it proved that it didn't work. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Because, like, the reason why we broke up is that, like, this man at at the same age of mine, he said that, He's not prepared. He's not ready for marriage. He's yeah. not prepared for marriage for another ten years. So you, you at that stage were how long ago was this? Four, three years ago. So three to four years ago. At that stage, you were like, okay, you know, I could see myself with this guy, even though it's not a passion. That was the twenty-six just, years old when everybody like, expects. You're like, okay, this is this is an, a guy that I could at least be, you know, reasonably happy with. He's not. Mr. Perfect or whatever, but you know he's a reasonable a candidate. Reasonable candidate. He checks off all the all the check marks except all the boxes except he's it's not perfect. Natural perfect. Not well. natural. <laughs> some differences. But then he said that hey, you know, I'm not ready to. Right. That's just the most ironical thing yeah. that you can have, like because you don't. I treat you as a marriage. Yeah like candidate and you treat me as a date candidate and then it's just everything's upside that's, that's, down i mean but the, at the end of the day subconsciously even though consciously you were thinking of this guy as potentially as a marriage material subconsciously he wasn't he wasn't to you and for him consciously and subconsciously you weren't for him so mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's like you both felt something and i think i think i think most people who get married that aren't in love with each other or don't really feel like they want to be married to that person they know deep down inside they know maybe both people are lying to themselves but subconsciously they know that this is not yeah the right situation what i'm saying is that like that was that is the only relationship that in my life that he's the guy that i'm not like emotionally or romantically fell for Mm -hmm. but I'm not regret any of this because I feel happy about knowing this fact that you don't compromise for things that you don't want because it doesn't end good anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciate that experience. I think that it's important to know that what you want. Do you feel like, so you're saying that you didn't compromise, you're saying that you didn't meet people that suited your sensibilities do you feel like the majority of Chinese girls, once they hit 26, just settle for no. the guy that they're with? A or? lot of them, maybe because they're not like financially independent or they're not emotionally dependent, independent mm-hmm. that they really... A, a lot of girls, I mean, not my friends, but we've read a lot of stories every single day or heard it from friends or friends that... They marry a guy that they thought they're suitable or like they got the marriage material but end up badly. But they, 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 they thought was suitable based on their own Judgment feelings of what, what marriage is or based on what their parents or their friends were telling them is the, the f- kind of person they should marry. The first one's better but for, because that's what your decision, right? But I, uh, that's my question. 
is it their decision or is it they, are they just repeating some what their them, parents have told some them? Some of them will be their own decision that they compromised. Yeah. They got what they wanted to have and they failed to meet their own expectation and so, somehow so they, they got they some guy. Some... Yeah, they like lower their expectation yep. and they find themselves okay, comfortable, accommodating to this new level of marriage materials. They're okay with that. That is another okay good example. One of my best friends, she she's okay she she she's like that. She's she got a one year old baby boy and her husband is nothing like what we could imagine for her but she's happy with this so that's okay good and the other kind of people i don't have a friend of that myself but a lot of people in china believe me they marry someone who their parents want them to marry to not because they're rich but just because the daughters are old enough need to be get married mm -hmm. so they compromise and then just do it at some point i think they're braver because they can really force themselves to commit to something that they don't want to do. Yeah. And I can't. I mean, it's not necessarily braver, you know, because you're almost submitting to fear. You're almost submitting to, to pressure. I think it's actually, to a certain extent, it's easier to do that short term. It's easier to do that. Long term, it's harder. Like sh short term, it's easier to just say, yes, I'm going to get married. And like right now, I'm going to do this to make my parents happy. And then your parents are like, yay, everyone's like, oh, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. What makes it harder is after the wedding, after it's been six months, after it's been one year. You're and you're still staying with this, at this with stage. This guy exactly. You're the person is, who's there every day. At this stage now, no one is, yay. No one's, oh, I'm so happy for that. that. There's no celebration at that stage. Now it's just everyday life yeah that's the difficult part you know the the the, <coughs> the engagement the wedding the post-wedding you know a few months the vacation whatever the honeymoon even maybe the first baby like it's all excitement it's all congratulations and that just maybe something's be, not yet stirred yeah, up so, yeah, yeah. it's it's when you actually start to put in yourself. the real work and you know just the everyday life that's when it becomes challenging if you don't if you don't feel that you connect with that person yeah but that's what you just said like people feel like the the what do you call that like the feelings mutual yep. like i pretended to like you or i know i like you but i don't love you but i still stay with you it's mm -hmm. not that because i say yes then you will say yes because mm -hmm. you will say like you got expectation and you could feel that i don't mm -hmm. feel the same way yeah. then you don't compromise you get the right to say that you don't want that yeah you don't want that. Yeah. so i mean if they can live on they live on but if not that because they one of them they realize that's what that's not what they sign up for that's not the life that want. so you just get separated that's reasonable but some people like in our not my family, not my father and mother's generation, but maybe like another 100 years ago in Qing Dynasty, before mm -hmm. that, like men and women, they just We're got married. Lesson, huh? Yeah, they just got married when their parents or the matchmaker assigned them to. Yeah. They didn't really got the chance to meet their future husband or wife. Yeah, organically. They got this like feelings or everything after the marriage mm -hmm. so it feels so in a, an arranged marriage yeah arranged marriage there's no there's no such thing as um, um, 
arranged marriage more than 100 years ago. Yeah. So everything is just like that. Yeah. Like you want water, you get water. You you don't know that, oh, you need to fight or kill people to get water. That yeah. is the way that like what Chinese or lots of other countries did things when they try to get you to meet your future wife. And a lot of people feel happy. And there's a saying that like um, in the old time, we don't throw things easily. When things go wrong, we fix them. Mm -hmm. We don't just throw them away. They're doing this metaphor like as marriage or like relationship between people. And then, I don't know, maybe just two people might get the chance to get happy if they don't really have this like sense. So how do you, how do you, how do you deal with the pressure? How do you deal with the pressure? Of, like, I tell my parents I'm dating from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just you just tell them or you, or you lie to them. <laughs> That's not, yeah. I might exaggerate it a little bit from time to time. You yeah. Ne- you never tell them like, look, um, you know, I'm saying. I'm like, seeing people from time to time, it, but like when they ask life. me about the progress, then. Yeah. Oh, how is that Pan Yu guy? How is that doctor? How is that architect? That kind yeah. of things. Even there's Pan Yu, nothing Pan Yu really... is in district in, in Guangzhou, by the way. <laughs> what? Yeah. You said Pan Yu. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah just like just someone different. from the suburbs. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the suburbs of Guangzhou. <laughs> yeah, and then like, yeah, I just try to comfort my mother. I mean, I think ideally I should be able to... Stand up, what if, step up in what, reasoning with my parents. Yeah, ideally, ideally. Now, I don't. I just do the soft way, do why, the easy way. Why? I just explain to them, oh, I'm dating someone already, but it's just, it's progressing, but why? I just don't like him that scared? way. Or he's, yeah, I don't want to confirm them you because like I don't really, it's kind of like result-oriented society or working business like environment. You explain to them, you've got like a million reasons that you can explain yourself, yeah. but by the end of the day, you just can't get things what done. Is, what is the worst case scenario if you just told your parents, like, look, I'm not dating right now. I might be dating in three months. I might not. You guys just have to leave me alone. I'm living my life. I'm happy. I'm going in the direction I, I want to go. What, I, what is the worst case scenario of you? I don't know which one is worse than I gave them the fake hope or I exaggerating the progress that I've been making In, or knowing that for sure that they will be really upset knowing that I'm not dating anyone I potentially think, right now. I think from a selfish perspective, telling them the truth and then having them eventually leave you alone is is better. But if you're talking about, like, you're thinking about your parents first, of course, you know, leading them on. My mom on, has sleeping problems. She has sleeping problems? Okay. She's thinking about me can't get married, why I can't get yeah, married. Yeah, but uh, maybe maybe the sleeping problems have to deal with the fact that she thinks you're trying really hard. And she thinks you're trying really hard and you keep on like, yeah, I'm de-, and it is just not working. Like, then she's wondering. So like, it's me that should not give them this well i think i think at the end of the day your parents just want you to be happy i think that's that's what it comes down to is like they think that you getting married is okay actually i i i haven't really tried hard enough because i i'm just like lazy trying to get the shortcut i just don't want to confront them telling them i'm happy already yeah i think that's what it comes is like your parents 
just want the best for you as possible. So if you tell them, hey, I know this is not traditional, but for me, being happy is doing what I'm doing right now. And maybe, you know, I'm probably going to get married someday, but I, I don't want to get married to just any random dude. I want to meet somebody that I connect with and get What's along with. a and... different standard. Like, bam, I mean... But it doesn't matter. They have to accept it. You know, they have to accept ah, it. Ah, okay. Then, I, then again, I'm being hypocritical because I haven't had that conversation with my parents yet. But at the same time, they my parents, my parents 16, are not. They thought you were eight. What do you mean? Then they don't. They don't really like pushing you to get married. Yeah, because you. because I'm the youngest in my family, and my siblings are all married and Moon have pie. children. And <laughs> sorry. Moon pie. Moon pie. What does that mean? Like the grandma always like said that again, grand grandchildren's moon pie like very yummy, very cute, like can eat. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I can definitely, I can get away with more than my siblings could because they already they've been there, you know, before. So I could I could push the boundaries more. So like, yeah, it's easy for me to say that being. I'm the only the youngest, daughter. Yeah. Of my family, but so, but at the same time, like I I really haven't had that conversation with my parents and then like. I'm not sure if I'm gonna get married. Like, Are they okay with you marrying Chinese? Um, I think so. Like, I think my uh, without any religion. Without any religion, then my mom would have issues. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my mom is very. You can't turn that. Very, very religious. Hey, that's it. That's the end of part one of dating in China at thirty with Chili. Uh, stay tuned for part two next week. Uh, in between, I will be dropping one of our bonus episodes. It's uh, more in the vein of what we usually do, the business podcast. But yeah, if you want to follow us, you can contact us at info at sourcewineasia.com. That's I-N-F-O. You can also go to our website if you want to listen to the podcast, uh, see all the resources that we have listed after each and every episode. That's www.sourcewineasia.com and slash made in China. And then, of course, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter is Source Find Asia. Cheers.